Hey, question for you. Ready to make an impact and a living in the new year? From now until the end of the year, when you enroll in Lumia, you'll get $500 off the cost of tuition plus 12 hours of additional business classes and training. Head to lumiacoaching.com to book your call or enroll now. Make 2023 the year you become a coach. Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. As we move into 2023, I will be swinging onto the giant majestic the word I am choosing to describe, the five O tree, like a terrified baby flying squirrel. Yes, this year is the final domino of my 40s. And left with that as it hits the floor in slow motion, of course, many reflections and revelations. Okay, first, I can't believe I'm here. And by that I mean... A few things by here. So uh, one, obviously, 50 years old. And I don't want to dwell on numbers. I get it. But fuck, 50 is 50. And I understand it can be the new 40. And I don't feel 50 at all. But I also don't know what 50 is supposed to feel like. Because I used to think as a kid that 50 was so old and so far away. And yet I am here. So this year has been a lot of me uh, processing internally, accepting, as well as redefining what 50 looks like. So here's my old, defini- here's my old definition, the definition that uh, I had as a child. I mean, not even as a child, but as um, I would say all the way up until like maybe uh, – Seven years ago, uh, way into my 20s, even my 30s, when 50 felt so far away, my definition was that 50-year-olds, um, they have teenagers, and uh, they have drifted in their marriages, and they drive Corvettes, and they have bellies and thinning hair, and uh, they are a few years away from playing chess in the park, and they live on government allowances or what they have saved in their life. Life is now happening uh, in front of them, right? They're kind of on the bleachers watching life. And they wake up early, not to build their empire, but to uh, watch birds and pee. My new definition, and uh, this is something that I am trying to trace. It's not something that, uh, I'm not quite there yet, but this is my new definition of 50. 50-year-olds have toddlers, as I do, to, to an almost three-year-old. Uh, they choose to have a baby or babies later in life so they can have a life while raising their child or children. They move their bodies like they did in their 30s. I've been posting a lot on social media about uh, swimming toward 50 in a lot of fitness videos because I'm trying to um, – I'm not trying to like be as strong or as fast as I was at, say, 30. I think my peak in fitness was 35-ish. 
because uh, I don't know if that's possible unless I started to in- inject myself with uh, steroids. Um, but I want to I want to be able to be close to that, right? I want to be able to um, still do most of the things that I was able to do when I was, you know, in my mid thirties. And so I, uh, I haven't been doing anything drastically different, uh, as far as like diet. Uh, but I do, you know, I take the, I take a class a day and I, uh, really dive into it. Meaning I try to, um, stretch my mental capacity, uh, cause you know, your body can go much further than you think it can. So I just try to stretch that, that white zone and push myself. Anyway, um, 50-year-olds are able to shine a light on their shadows, more aware of their dark and unhealthy patterns and how they impact their life and relationships. So this is a really big one for me. Um, I would say that at 50, I have uh, <laughs> I have some, some capacity. Um, I am able to now more than ever um see my dark see my shadows see how my uh unhealthy patterns affect not only my relationship with myself but other people and more importantly so i think now more than ever uh, i do have the ability not all the time but i do have the ability to uh, execute meaning break patterns be still not react be metacognitive you know, you know, that, that, that emotional speed bump, right? Insert that. So I'm not just reacting off emotion. So, uh, definitely now today, um, that muscle is, uh, stronger than ever before. That's part of my definition of, of the, the 50 year old. And, um, the 50 year old, they start new careers. I feel like I'm just getting started, you know, uh, loneliness becomes solitude, meaning that they have comfort in themselves. They pursue passions. They seek adventure. They have lots of sex, um, like in your twenties, but this time rediscovered and new, right? So whatever sex you were having in your twenties, um, unless that's, that's what you want now today. And of course you don't have to be 50, uh, to redefine yourself. But um, hopefully it's a new type of sex. It's a new type of connection. And um, you are exploring and stretching. And 50-year-olds can actually not take themselves too seriously. And 50 is a reunion to self instead of losing oneself. I think this is the most important piece. I talk a lot about uh, how self-betterment can be a reunion more than anything. And I think I feel closer to me. And by the way, you, the uh, the self with a capital S, I think is always moving. I don't think it's a target, right? If it is a target, it's a moving target in that um, we are always growing and expanding and changing. And even if it's subtle, um, almost like uh, uh, I think we ebb and flow, you know, we're not stagnant creatures. And so because of that, uh, this reunion to self can be a little a little tricky. And so... Um, I think when you stop peddling the um, 
the goal to uh, rediscover, reconnect with yourself, whatever that looks like, when you stop pedaling that bike, um, you're missing the target, right? And so in order to have this reunion with self, you're constantly constantly pedaling. And for some people, that means, you know, being in therapy. For some people, that means um, fitness routines. For some people, there's a, a social element involved, whatever that means like for you. For me, a big pet, a part of uh, pedaling that bike, connecting to self is um, allowing myself creative spaces. You know, um, I've always, I've always, I, I always, I have, I have always allowed spaces for me to be creative from, I mean, from the time I mean, five years old on, right? So, um, whether that is the creating, I remember I used to dig these uh, dirt tracks. Like I used to dig a dirt track in my backyard and we would have these little, um, um, this is back in the eighties, by the way, uh, these little cars called stompers. They were off-road cars that you just turn on and they just go forward. And I would spend hours digging the track in a way where, these off-road vehicles would um, go on the track and not leave because the roads were dug in a way where the um, the wheels just kind of lined up. And so the these little stompers would, uh, you know, take the burns and go up and down the hills and all, all that stuff. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm bird walking, but from those early days to getting obsessed with um, – those dirt tracks to, you know, 12 years old playing with Legos and losing track of time for getting to eat. And then of course, um, rolling into blogging and social media, podcasting, uh, everything I do today, there, there is an obsession involved. And I think, um, that space that I create, even writing a book, you know, that, that in itself, uh, is a journey every time you write a book. So that, is creating a creative space and in that space allowing myself to play equals my reunion with self all right um the other thing i mean by i can't believe i'm here is uh i'm no longer in a panic state and, and i say this because most of my life uh, my 20s and 30s and some of my 40s um, i was in this state and uh, it's the feeling in your body that the other shoe is going to drop, that the sky is going to fall, that you will be found out, um, that you have not made your way out, right? That you are still trapped and stunted. The sun is always behind clouds. I think a lot of this comes from uh, my upbringing. I think a lot of this comes from my dad being irresponsible with his state and emotions and that trickling. Um, there's a generational transmission process. That's what they call it in therapy where, um, well, I guess, I guess with that, they're talking more about relational dynamics, but either way there, there, there's this, uh, 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 passing down process from generations and what I'm talking about is my dad's energy and irresponsibility of um, putting stuff on his children because he wasn't aware that he was. Uh, and I get it. You know, he comes from a different generation. I always say that my dad grew up making his own shoes, you know, um, 
poverty, war stricken. Korea was definitely not what it is now, right? So um, I think I grew up training my body to panic, to worry, to always uh, – every day we used to say, you know, what do we sell? Because we, we had uh, – we're Korean. We had we were business owners, so we had little mom-and-pop shop. We had a little mom-and-pop shop restaurant that eventually turned into a, a Pioneer Chicken and, and then a Popeye's Chicken. But um, always worried about sales. And then our happiness or the calm in the family – uh, was determined by how much we sold, which I mean, just me saying it now makes me so sad. And so if we sold a lot, then things were good and happy. And if we didn't, the sky was falling. And my dad, um, being an alcoholic was always like on cloud nine or dread and worry. Like there was no in between, you know, he wasn't a calm person. Um, when he was happy, he was so, fun to be around and making jokes and uh, just energy was amazing. And then uh, if he wasn't that, then he was uh, worried, filled with dread, uh, just, just living on a negative lower frequency. And so I think I took on a lot of that. And so most of my twenties, thirties, and I would say some of my forties in a panic state or, or at least subtly, you know, and uh, I don't think that attracts anything. I think that is lined with desperation. And I think um, you end up creating your own island, you know, meaning no one wants to be around you, even if it's subtle. You know, I think it blocks good things from happening. Doors don't open. And if they do, you don't believe in yourself or your story enough to walk through them. And you feel like you're in a, an ant farm moving through tunnels, but not going anywhere. And this feeling, manifest into your reality and by here i'm saying that i finally feel like i've chewed my way out of this ant farm and it's freeing as fuck a new life frequency that is uh how i feel today and one of my revelations as i reflect is that 49 was the tipping point it's when I finally feel like I've reached the island, you know. All right. Uh, my second uh, revelation of 2022 is that um, nothing matters. And what I mean by this is, as I turn a half century old, this was the official year that I realized uh, that the things I thought mattered so much really doesn't Uh this was a year I really started to see things through a wide lens, the 30,000 foot view on lock, the cumulative, and it helps put things uh, into perspective, right? No longer living in the trenches. And this is where I think most people, um, I know at least for me, living in the trenches is what produces anxiety and just scrambling and spinning thoughts and you know all of that, right? Falling into that slippery well, as I say. No longer living in the trenches like we all did in high school when everything was life or death. You remember if um, he or she didn't ask you to prom or if someone said no to a dance or if someone didn't like you back or if you didn't have the designer jeans or whatever it was, everything was so life or death. And uh, of course, not looking back, all that seems ridiculous and it didn't matter, right? Things that used to consume me mentally and emotionally um, 
They only give me a slight smack now when they used to bury me. I'm able to pull back, to breathe. Speaking of breathing. To adjust my mind and thoughts into landscape mode. You know that feature on your phone where you can see wide. I truly believe everything passes. Nothing is permanent, no matter how it feels. And we are here on this planet one time as us. So let it go. And finally, my revelation this year is that anything is possible in this world. We may, in fact, we may be the uh, sighted aliens that everyone's seeing now, like posting on social media, actual camera footage. Um, who built the pyramids and have come from the future because we have invented time travel by then. You know what? Anything's possible. I know you're like, what are you talking about, John? Are you telling me, especially in 2022 post-pandemic and the the crash of crypto and everything that's happening politically, all the rocks that are being turned over, um, it's it's – it's exciting. It's mind blowing. Um, it's proof that anything is possible because things that we thought wouldn't have been did. And um, I think that this is a year that um, I believe that there is no ceiling, that anything is possible. It's kind of like uh, uh, when a uh, Christopher Columbus proved the world was round and we all thought the world was flat. Well, like that kind of, that kind of revelation. I feel like uh, 2022, nothing specific, but in general, you know, like the, the ceiling has been blown off. And I also believe, by the way, that in my lifetime, we are going to come across some uh, uh, information, some proof that is going to be like that, that's going to blow our minds. Like, whether it's extraterrestrial beings or some, it's going to be something where we're like, holy shit, we had no idea. We had no idea that there is life in Middle Earth or whatever it is, right? Anyway, to bring this down to Earth, um, people are no longer negotiating what they uh, uh, that they used to. And this is something I think that has uh, happened in 22 is um, – People now have uh, stronger non-negotiables. Um, they're not down with shitty jobs and uneven domestic labor, and they're not down with um, losing your life because of kids or toxic relationships. And we all want more and different in all areas of your life. And I feel like 22 is the year that proved that. So with that, you know, I think the the next question um, – as I end this is what's the new year going to look like for you? If you uh, this year have your own revelations, what are you going to do with those revelations? Because growth is always 50% the revelations. And then the other half of that is execution, right? What do you do with those revelations? Because that's what's going to change your life. Thank you for listening. Be well. Uh, before I leave real quick, I want to let you know that I created private communities um, 
a few of them based on my books, uh, single on purpose. That's actually the biggest private community I have. Uh, also, uh, miserable fuck. That's a her miserable fucks plural. It's a, it's a men's group. And then, uh, it's not me. It's you. It's a relationship community. All these communities in my, um, my circle is it's a platform called circle. So it's super private. It's off of social media. Come check it out. The water's warm. We have, uh, thousands of people in there. Just, uh, I'm trying to figure out where to send you. Just go to my Instagram at the Therapist and uh, you'll see it if you click on my link. Thank you for listening. Be well.